I've heard people say that who you are and what you are and everything that you have today is just a build up from every thought that you've had, every emotion that you have felt, every action that you've taken today. Welcome to The Champion Life with Kurt Tucker. My purpose is to love, encourage, and empower you to become the champion leader God created you to be and live what I like to call the champion life. A life of abundance, freedom, and victory where you, my friend, are winning in every area of your life. Your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finances. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Let's have some fun. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Champion Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Today, friends, we're going to be talking about how to create a life of freedom. You know, when I talk about the champion life, which means a life of abundance, a life of freedom, and a life of victory where we're winning in every single area of our life, right? Many times people will say, Kurt, what do you mean by freedom? Because freedom can go so many different directions. You know, we live, for many of us who are listening to this podcast, in the greatest nation, okay? And we have so many freedoms that so many other people don't have. So so many times we can think, well, that's the type of freedom that I'm talking about. But today, guys, I want to define freedom in three different ways, okay? And what I mean by that freedom is how do you live a life that allows you to do ultimately what you want, when you want, where you want, with whom you want? Because I believe that when you have the ability to do those things, when you have the freedom to do those things, now all of a sudden it opens up a whole nother life. See, I can remember in the early days when you know it was more about just going to work you know doing what i had to do paying the bills and you you just get back up and you start it all over again and then when my original mentor sat me down one day and he said kurt listen like we got to get a vision for your life like we got to begin to start thinking about what it is that you truly want more of in your life because i don't know if maybe in this season of your life you're like I was so many years ago, which was you just didn't have a whole lot of hope. You know, right now in the, the, the world that we're living in today with inflation going like crazy, many people would say that we're in a recession. Everything's gotten more, more expensive. COVID was a crazy season. I believe that so many people, you know, we could have maybe been conditioned a little bit to begin to start going down a negative path if we weren't already there. And the thing that I like to illuminate with people and some of the people that I work with that I coach is I believe that we've got to begin to start noticing these things that are holding us back so that we can begin to start moving forward into our destiny that God has for us, right? So today on this episode, I want to talk to you about three things that I just believe have been able to help me and many other people that I've saw have this life of freedom, if you will. And so I want you to think about this for a second, friends, as you're as you're listening to this podcast, as you're driving down the road, or maybe you're watching this on your phone, on YouTube, or whatever, is think about where you're at right now. And can you honestly say to yourself, you know, I feel free. I feel free in my marriage. 
I feel free when it comes to what I'm doing professionally. I feel free in my finances. I feel great about my health, you know, all those different things. And maybe you're crushing it in one or two areas of your life. I know that that seems to be what happens for most people is that, you know, maybe as I define my five F's, right? So we got our faith, we got our fitness, which is ultimately our mindset, our emotions and our body. We've got our family, which is typically our marriage, our kids, you know, close friendships, you know, things like that is where I, I kind of consider family. We got our finances, which is what are we doing professionally to generate income and make money for our family and also, you know, investments and, and, and things like that. And then we have fun, right? And for many years, friends, I didn't have, you know, fun as my fifth F. I just had my four Fs. And what I realized was that here I was, you know, had a beautiful family, amazing wife, kids are healthy, I'm making a great income, I'm healthy, um, living, you know, a life that most people would say, man, that, that's awesome, you're doing great. But I had no fulfillment. There was no fun in my life. Nothing was never good enough. I was constantly living in, you know, uh, anger, jealousy, frustration, you know, all these different emotions. And so, you know, I realized I've got to add some fun to my life. So I want you to define today, maybe even pause right now and define what's one area of your life that you're like, I am just ready to go next level in my life. And I really want to create some freedom in this area, but this could also just encompass your entire life. And so I want to share with you what my mentor said to me is he said, we got to create a vision. And many times a vision is going to start by just designing your day. Like what does your perfect day look like? Because at the end of the day, friends, our lives are built by our days. I've heard people say that who you are and what you are and everything that you have today is just a build up from every thought that you've had, every emotion that you have felt, every you know action that you've taken today, right? So here's the really cool thing about our life is that if we don't like something about our life, we have the power to choose and the power to change. And so one of the things that I've heard it said is that in life, we have the choice to begin to start doing this, do more of what we love, less of what we tolerate, and none of what we hate. Meaning if there are certain things in your life that you just absolutely love to do, write it down. I love to work out every single day. So that is a part of my day every single day. When I'm designing my day, I am always in my calendar. I know generally when I'm going to work out between eight and nine o'clock. I love to spend my hour of power in the morning. It feeds my soul when I get up and I don't have time. I've done an episode on this before, you know, on the hour of power. It's in my book where I just define everything that I do in that hour, you know, that makes me my very best on a daily basis. And, and you know that there's certain things that you do on a daily basis that you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing, right? So what we want to do is we want to begin to start stacking the deck in our favor and doing more things that we enjoy to do. In my businesses, for instance, I love to do sales. 
you know, because sales for me is nothing more than meeting with people and figuring out how I can, you know, solve their problem, how I can serve them. And even though I don't do the front end sales for a couple of our businesses, because my brother TJ does, I get to do fulfillment, which is essentially continuing that process of helping that person reach their goals. That's the reason why I've always loved sales is because I understand that my job, my duty is to inspire somebody to take an action that's going to be in their best interest, that's really going to help them or their business or whatever go to the next level. And I know that they're going to get fulfill fulfillment from that. <clears throat> and that goes back to in business, you know, the, the quote that we hear all the time, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you can have everything that you want. Zig Ziglar said that, right? And so I want you to think about how do I design my day? That's that's the key. Number one is how do I begin to design a day that makes me my best, that is filled with things that I love to do, that I'm doing what I want, when I want, where I want, with whom I want, and begin to start doing more of what you love, less of what you tolerate, okay, and none of what you hate. Like, I don't mow my grass anymore as an entrepreneur. You know why? Because it's not even that I tolerated. I just did not like it. Now, for some of you, you know, you may enjoy that. You know, I know for some guys, they enjoy getting out there and putting on their headphones and getting after it and, you know, and, and creating a beautifully manicured lawn. I do not. All right. There's just a lot of other examples that I could give there. But think about the things that you dislike that you don't want to do anymore. Maybe it's complaining and you're like, man, I just don't want to be that person anymore. You could find yourself being a little negative, you know, talking about others or whatever. These are just things that I, I have experienced over the years that I've caught about myself. It's one of the, the reasons why I am such a avid journaler. You know, I just literally started this week, I believe my 39th journal over the last 13 years. Uh, I remember walking into my uh, original mentor's home and he called me up. And as I was going to sit down with him, he had built this beautiful barn uh, on his property. And I was thinking, I'm just coming to a barn. And I get there because he told me he was building a barn and I hadn't been out to his property in a while. And as I get there and I'm like, wow, like this isn't just like an old barn, right? Like this is a place where he's got a workout room. He's got an extra bedroom for people that come in. He's got place for storage. And then he's got this massive, beautiful office that's got beautiful views over the property. And he had this spiral, almost like shelf that was just filled for, with journals from the top of, the, of to the bottom. Must have been 50, 60 journals. I don't know. And I was on like journal number one. And I remember thinking like, holy cow, wow. And he said, you know, you got to start at one. That's it. And maybe that's a life lesson for you right now, friends, as you're listening to this. And it doesn't matter at what level of success you're at, whether you don't have a business, whether you got a business that's doing 10, 20, 50 million dollars a year is many times we're starting over, you know, every single day, right? Like it's a new day. It's a new opportunity. That's one of the reasons why I'm so juiced and jacked up every single morning, because it's a new day. It's a new opportunity. And, you know, and I like to say yesterday's history Tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift. So I want to take advantage of today and maximize today. Because guys, can I just be real with you for a second? How many of us know somebody that woke up one day 
and they felt like they had their whole life ahead of them. And then next thing you know, something happened, a tragic accident. All of us have lost somebody. All of us have experienced what I'm talking about right now. And the way I look at this life is it's such a gift. It's such an opportunity. It's really a game, okay? And I want to maximize every single opportunity that I can get. And I don't know whether, you know, I'm 41, I'm going to get another day, another five years, another 20 years, another 50 years. I just know that every single day, I want to live a life of abundance. I want to live a life of freedom and I want to live a life of victory. Okay. And so every single day, I'm like, hey, let's design this day to be absolutely incredible. So during that hour of power, that's where I will write out, what does this day look like today? What are the key things that I want to do today that are so important to me? You know, for us dads out there, and this goes for moms as well, we're so busy with different things, with our careers, with the different, you know, hey, I've got this meeting over here. I've got to get the kids to the practice. I've got, you know, to find time for me to work out, all these different things. You know, when I look at my week or I'm designing my day, there's certain things that I know that are very, very important to me that I just want to make sure they're in my calendar. All right. Things like praying with my wife. Now, many of these things, guys, I have created, you know, a very disciplined and regimented day pretty much every day at the same times that allow me to check the box, if you will, and make sure that it's not just transactional as you do these things, but it's transformational, right? Like sometimes it's so easy. I'll see in the Christian world that, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, I went to church. Great. Check the box, right? You know, it's like, no, I want to go to church so that I can learn, so that I can grow, so I can get fed a message. But then also it's what I do in between the Sundays that matter. Like we can't just take our spouse on a date night once a week. And then be rude and and you know and not loving and not have great conversation and things of that nature the rest of the week until next week on date night. So it's the little things that we do on a daily basis that ultimately stack up. And now when we start building great days, great weeks, great months, you know, great years, now all of a sudden we begin to start creating some massive fruit in our life. So design your day, friend. What is the things that make you your best, that fulfill you, that you now know, hey, I'm going to do more of these things? Second thing is live free of negative emotions, okay? What do I mean by that is many times fear, worry, doubt, frustration, as I talked about just a little bit ago, begin to set in. I call it the boiling effect. If you've ever heard about a frog and how to kill a frog, you know, you can't just throw a frog in hot boiling water because the frog will immediately jump out of the water. But if you want to kill a frog, if you just put the frog in the water and you just gradually turn the water up and make it a little bit hotter, a little bit hotter, a little bit hotter to eventually you get to a boiling point where it kills the frog, it will stay in and it won't jump out. And I believe that many of us are are almost sabotaged or killed, if you will, from the dreams and the goals that we have because just gradually 
one little bad thought, negative thought, now a negative emotion comes. Now we make some poor decisions based upon fear and worry and doubt. And before you know it, we're living in this life that's not a champion life. All right. It's a life filled with fear. It's a life filled with worry. It's a life filled with scarcity. It's a life filled with frustration, jealousy. Throw any negative emotion in there that you might deal with. And by the way, this is of the enemy. All right. It says in John 10, 10 that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. But then Jesus says, but I come to give you life, life abundantly. All right. That's why I'm all about abundance. Let's talk about the kill, steal, and destroy for a second, because I believe that's what the enemy wants to do. I was having this conversation with my 18-year-old son the other day, who just has so many awesome things going on in his life, but he's struggling with a couple things. And I said, son, listen, you realize God has an amazing plan for your life, just like he has for me, just like he has for you, friends. But guess who else has a plan? The enemy has a plan. And the more that you begin to wanting to go next level in your life, especially in your faith, friends, you know, that's when the attacks are going to come. That's when the things are going to try to come against us. And so what is his game plan? You know, he's the ultimate liar, right? You know, the deceiver. And so he wants to steal, kill and destroy. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to get you to doubt, be afraid. All these bad things are going to happen. My wife's going to leave me. We're going to be financially broke, you know, sickness, all those different things. He wants to so steal that. He wants to kill your dreams. You're never going to be able to do that thing that you want to do so much that you've been thinking about doing, whether it's starting that business or whatever. All right. So steal, kill. And here's the number one. Here's the third one. Destroy. Man, what's he want to destroy? He wants to destroy your relationships. He wants to destroy your marriage, friends. Man, Rachel and I are so passionate about our marriage. And thank you so much for the feedback on our last episode. I'm so grateful and thankful for those of you who reached out and said, man, Kurt, your wife is a powerhouse. And I'm like, yes, she is. I'm so grateful and thankful for our almost 18 years uh, together in marriage where we have had to go through everything, friends, from infidelity, you know, sexual uh, addiction, alcoholism, you know, drugs, bankruptcy, you know, literally losing everything from our house foreclosed to our cars repossessed to living on, you know, government assistance and, and everything else that you can think of. And that's one of the reasons why we're so passionate about pouring into marriages is because we know that with Christ at the center, all things really are possible. And that when you know how to do life right, when you know how to do marriage right, it can really truly be a beautiful thing. And so the enemy comes after those marriages, friends. He wants to destroy those relationships and create division and things of that nature. So, hey, I want you to be able to have freedom in your marriage, free from stress, free from, you know, all the different, because when your marriage isn't right, can we just be real for a second? I have this conversation with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially men is, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. It doesn't matter what kind of flashy car you drive or house you live in. When things aren't right behind your four walls, life sucks. When you, when things aren't right with your spouse, you try to go to the office or go to work or whatever, or go hang out or do whatever. It's like, it's miserable. It sucks. And so, you know, 
it takes away your freedom, right? Like you're literally living in a prison in your mind. And so I want you to be able to live free from that by, and it all starts in my opinion with your thoughts. We have to learn how to think about what we think about and feel what we feel. And if we can begin to start understanding what we're feeling and the emotions that we're having on a daily basis that many times are trapping us and having us live in that fear and in that worry and in that doubt and that jealousy and that scarcity and all those things. If we can begin to start identifying the thoughts that we're thinking that are leading to those emotions, man, it's a game changer. And so, you know, Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And in my book, I talk about the mind being like a garden. And many times, We've got so many negative thoughts that we think about on a daily basis that just like in a garden, when you go to create a beautiful garden, you're going to have to rip up some weeds, right? Like you're going to have to get rid of all the stuff, the junk, the debris, all the things that have flown into that, the lies that people have told you or put over you, spoke over you, the, the lies that you've believed, the way, you know, all those different things get rid of it so that we can begin to start planting, if you will, the new things that we want. We have prepared now, if you will, the garden for the goodness of God that he wants in our life. And so freedom is going to come by being able to take some self-inventory and becoming self-aware of the things that we're doing. And by the way, this happens at every level. This happens at every level of the walk of life. If you're married, you know, one year versus 10 versus 20 versus 30, this happens at every income level. You know, it's amazing for me when I hear, you know, guys who are making, you know, one, five, ten million dollars a year, you know, not just a guy who's making, you know, 10, you know, thousand a month or, or whatever, wherever you're at in your life, they struggle with the same things. And it's a daily constant you know, living in freedom where they've just identified how to overcome those different things. And so the last thing that I want to share with you today is celebrate your wins. See, as you begin to start walking down this path of victory, friends, and as you begin to start creating this life of freedom, all right, one of the greatest things that you could begin to start doing is to celebrate your wins. See, every championship team has many victories along the way, okay? So if you think about a team that, you know, we're just ended football season and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, all right? It's hard for me to say that because I'm a Bengals fan, by the way. But along the way, it wasn't like they just showed up for the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, and now all of a sudden they become world champions. No, it started in the off season, all right? And sometimes, you know, it's going to feel like you are off. It's going to feel like things just aren't going in the direction that you want. And I call that an off season. But there's a reason why there's an off season, friends. Okay, because that is time for us to rest. All right, sometimes God's just saying, you just need to rest, right? Like you just need to do nothing. It's on a Saturday morning right now as I'm recording this. Now you're probably listening to this at any time, but I'm, I'm fasting. And, you know, not only am I fasting from from eating, but I'm fasting from doing work, right? I'm just, I'm relaxing for the next two or three days and aligning my mind and my body and my spirit. It's a quick little off season, but we need an off season sometimes so that we can slow down so that we can speed up. 
Okay, we begin to start looking at our vision and saying, okay, what are some things that I'm liking and some things that I like to add or change or whatever? And that's what the off season is all about. But now that team goes from off season to now we're in preseason, right? Where now we're beginning to start to put the building blocks together. And then all of a sudden from preseason, we get into the regular season where we're now they're in games, right? My point is, is that they have to have multiple victories along the way, refining themselves to truly become, you know, that championship team where they're hitting on all cylinders at one time. Many of us, friends, we just want to be the championship. We want to know what it's like to be at the top, you know, to everything is perfect. And many times we're setting ourselves up for failure. So what I've learned is that along the way, if you can just celebrate the little wins, not the big wins, just learn to start celebrating the little wins. And what that will do is that will begin to start building confidence. So I was talking with a a guy the other night, uh, last night, actually, as my wife and I went out to dinner. It's one of our favorite spots here in Troy, Ohio, called the Caroline and the owner is is Steve, great guy. And he's kind of just began this fitness journey, if you will, just joined one of our gyms. And I asked him, I said, man, how's things going? And he said, hey, you know, I'm doing this, but I've, I've made it, you know, a couple times to the gym. Could definitely use some more help. And I said, well, dude, that's awesome, man. Like you've began the process, right? So You know, so many of us, we think about things that we want to do, but we never actually get going. And I am guilty of that myself, friends. And so as you begin to get going and you get that first workout in or you pray for your spouse for that first time or you decide today I'm going to do something different in my business or in my career that I believe will get me a better result. And man, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to try it anyway. Like, And now when you do it, you begin to start seeing some changes. Celebrate those victories. You know, one of the things that I do is cold showers. And sometimes when I talk with with dudes and they're like, bro, I did that cold shower thing. And I kind of show share them how to do it. You know, right. Like, hey, the first 30 seconds is going to just ultimately suck as you step in. But you know what? You're not you know, basing whether you're going to step in on how it's going to feel. You're basing it on the commitment that you said that, listen, I want to get used to doing things that are uncomfortable. And one of the most uncomfortable things is stepping in to a cold shower and letting it just blast you. Okay. But here's the thing is that cold shower is simulating adversity. It is helping you to begin to start when things happen in your life that were unexpected, right? That most people might all of a sudden freak out, make a bad decision, whatever. Stepping into that cold shower teaches you how to, number one, breathe. Because immediately that's the first thing that you want to do is take that deep breath in, right? You want to breathe through it. Now all of a sudden your mindset, for me, I have in my bathroom on the wall, all things are possible to those who believe. So as I turn around and I let it hit the cold shower from behind, I see that. And that's where my mind goes. So it's not a panic that my mind goes. My mind goes to that, that I have on the wall, that all things are possible to those who believe. And I just like to put my name in there. All things are possible to Kurt, who believes. My wife began speaking that over me years ago, helping me bring my name into things, right? 
And so celebrate your victories, friend. Look at the things that you're doing on a daily basis right now, okay? You know, and begin to start stacking your wins every single night before you go to bed. Look at the two or three things that you did well that day. Hey, when my wife did this or my kid did that, I didn't react, but I responded with grace. Hey, you know what? I wasn't really feeling all the greatest today, but I was committed to going to the gym. And yes, I maybe didn't get the best workout, but I still went and I showed up and I did my 30 minutes. Hey, you know what? I really didn't feel like staying 15 minutes after today to finish up those last little couple things. Normally I would cut out early from the office and I would I would go home or I would, you know, take the lunch with the rest of the people, but instead I followed through and I did those things. You know, man, celebrate those wins. Celebrate the 10 pages you're going to read each day to grow in your personal development. Celebrate, you know, taking time for yourself in the morning celebrate, 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 guys. We have to begin to start building ourselves up, building our self-confidence and watching what happens from the results as we begin to start doing those things. So friends, I wanna encourage you today to live in freedom, to understand that that is the life that God has for you. That is the life that God has for me is where we can begin to start living in abundance, start living in freedom and start living with victory in every single day. So can I encourage you today, friends, as we wrap up, design your day. What does it look like? Okay. Choose today to live free from all negativity and instead live in that freedom. And last and not least, celebrate your wins on a daily basis. And hey, I go deeper into this in my book. So hey, go grab a copy. It's on Amazon. You can also get it from my website at kurtdtucker.com because sometimes people say, well, give me some practicals. And this is a great way to have some practical steps that you can line out. And if you need that accountability, I don't do this on very many episodes, but one of the things that I do love to do is take people through my Champion Life program where we really dig deeper into these types of things like designing your day because it really does make a huge, huge difference where now we can begin to start getting more clarity in your life of what you want, creating the right strategies, and then most importantly is that accountability. So Life of Freedom, it's yours if you want it, friends. Hey, have a blessed day. We'll see you on the next episode. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Champion Life Podcast. I hope that you learned a thing or two that can help you create the champion life that you desire and that God has for you. Now, before you go, I have one ask. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I want to hear about it. Please shoot me a personal message on Facebook at Kurt Tucker or Instagram at Kurt D. Tucker. Stay tuned for the next episode, my friend, and as always, keep growing and keep going.